Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on The Big Party Show on Well, Nebraska corrections officers are investigating the second assault of a staff member by an inmate in just three days. Both happened at the state pen in Lincoln. The investigators say that the staff member received hospital treatment for minor injuries after Tuesday afternoon's attack. An inmate assaulted another staffer on Sunday. And earlier this month, another inmate injured two other prison workers at the facility. There's some going on. Well, I would think that this is probably prison overcrowding. Could be, yeah. I mean, that's been the story, that we need to build another prison, mm-hmm. which we won't, because everybody's broke. And well, that's why they were letting everybody out early. Remember yep. the Nico Jenkins story? Oh, yeah. So now I'm sure there's a ton of heat on them right now, like, don't be letting people out early. You're all going to get in trouble. So, overcrowding, just, oh. fights. Come on, Scott Frakes. Frakes needs to get out there. Skate on in there. This is right in his backyard. This is the Lincoln Penitentiary. Where is Freaks at? Should be skating to the cafeteria. He's listening to this <laughs> on his Walkman. He's got those earphones that have got like the soft cushion, oh, like yeah. the soft foam cushion. Hello, headset. Thing, With yeah. The little wire like, headset. <laughs> like, what, with a tear going down his cheek? <laughs> Why are all my guys getting jumped? Who was that curly-haired dude that used to paint uh, pictures on television? Yes. Oh, yeah. I know What's who you're talking name? about. Bob, is it Bob? I don't know, um, but I want to, I imagine Frank's looking like Scott that. That's my Scott Frank's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy, he looks like that guy, the, the imaginary Scott Frank's in my head, on old-school quad roller skates with a Walkman. So funny, because my similar vision is the guy from Wet Hot American Summer who had the man, the white man afro and wore the short shorts. See, mine was is, just trying to get back to get laid. <laughs> mine is Patrick Sa- Swayze in um, super tight, like, skating shorts and no shirt. <laughs> Bob Ross. <laughs> Bob Ross. You're giving Freak some nice hair there, party. <laughs> That's my Freak. Well, Who's your Freak? Now, if he's listening to this, he, there is a tear rolling down his face because he's like, I don't look like any of these people. I have no hair. Scott Freak's the head of what? The, the newly head of yeah, uh, corrections. Yeah. Uh, that that oh, that old painter guy Bob Ross he he died in ninety yeah. five. Yeah, it's terrible. He's, but his painting has, lives his, on. His he alone lives on forever. People Get one of those love him. Fan brushes and you too could have a mountain. I or remember like a tr- swirl. I remember trying to find copies of his uh, painting originals. Mm-hmm. Those things are expensive. You can get copies that are you know still pretty pricey. But I guess there's an art. Um, I don't know why I was trying to find copies. They just look like bad velvet Elvises. Yeah, (laughs) with the trees. Spent a lot of time making those trees. Mm -hmm. A judge is refusing to throw out the death penalty option in the case of accused Omaha serial killer Dr. Anthony Garcia. Good. There are reports that the judge overruled a motion submitted by the defense to declare the death penalty unconstitutional. Garcia is accused of killing four people over the span of five years after he was uh, as a form of retaliation for his dismissal from the Creighton University Pathology Department. And today, more demands for accountability when it comes to the federal government's lack of action in the case of Eswin Mejena of Honduras. 
The investigators believe that he drove drunk in South Omaha and crashed into Sarah Root's car in late July, killing her. And since then, he's nowhere to be found. Uh, the uh, KMTV spoke with Senator Ben Sass. He's outraged that two weeks after uh, he grilled the director of ICE about why the agency let the um, the man go post bail and be free, and he's heard nothing back. And today, lawmakers look to help uh, homeless veterans in an effort to combat homelessness. Area lawmakers, including Omaha City Council President Ben Gray and Council Bluffs Mayor Matt Walsh, are going to meet with housing and development managers. The effort's going to show landlords and property managers how they can help veterans get off the streets. And two missing Omaha children are now safe and accounted for. Uh, there are reports that the 13-year-old Lakeisha Seisel and her 7-year-old sister, uh, Gabrielle, have returned to school after recently being listed as missing from their foster homes. Authorities say that the children had been likely been with their mother and other relatives this past weekend. A third sibling, a 14-year-old, has not been located as of yesterday evening, but police do not believe that she is in any danger. And the newly formed... Why is that in the news? Why are they pushing in the news over and over? I mean... If there's no danger, there's Remember no in the very beginning, they were like, they're missing, but we think they're okay. Like, it's, it's weird. Because it's, it's still it's kids just missing. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, you don't know, you know. I mean, it'd be negligent to have three children go missing from foster care and have it not be, you know, people on the lookout. Now, they probably have their ideas of where the kids are, but they still obviously need to make a good faith search for the children. Now, two of them are back. One of them still gone no word on where but i think they think that they're with their family now child protective services has been notified if you know where the 14 year old is you're asked to contact the omaha police special victims unit and a newly formed group the omaha food truck association according to the omaha world herald they're planning a series of rallies this summer at the downtown gene Leahy mall uh the city's growing food truck population has raised uh, the interest and the ire of some brick-and-mortar restaurants. City officials have been discussing how the mobile eateries should be regulated. Now, last fall, operators of Michael's at the market downtown said that they were concerned about the food truck's effects on downtown restaurants. They and other restaurants said it's unfair. The food trucks are not subject to the city's restaurant tax. Uh, The food truck group's goals include getting the city to agree to let trucks park in some places downtown, uh, down, trucks downtown are getting parking tickets and then they're just eating the cost and you know staying where they are. But the group has 12 members uh, and they hope to grow to include more uh, than the city's roughly 60 food trucks. So there's 60 food trucks out there, I huh? guess so, Holy yeah. Smokes. You just wonder what, like, all the different kinds of foods that are in the food trucks. I mean, you know, to me, food trucks, like, yeah, tacos I, they, or whatever. I, you see them all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They... Apparently, like it seems like cops or whatever the rules are being cool because they they just seem more prevalent. Yeah. Right, and they'll park sometimes like in the parking lot of a gas station. They're just wherever. Now, do they have to wherever have the like, people are. like um, inspection, like food inspections for you know cleanliness, all that stuff there too? I'm I sure don't you, know. I'm sure you have to pass that to get to originally get like a ticket. Okay, I don't think anybody can just have a food truck. Okay, this is more about when she got one. Where can you take it? I just take it everywhere. Wow. But I wonder what the health department. I mean, I wonder what the standards are for a truck as opposed to a brick-and-mortar place. I mean, I you have to have spit. certain things. Well, I know they have uh-huh. to have a license. I remember because these guys tried to get going um, during the College World Series every year, and there's been pushback on that. Remember, some of these food yes. trucks tried to yeah, just the rules up. on who vouches for you. But I know they got to they be licensed. I mean, you can't just be 
You have to have a kitchen that you've worked out of. out of your trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so I should go back and not be selling those Neo like food truck food trunk <laughs> those lobster rolls out of the trunk of my car you're you like might be onto something. they're not refrigerated Ooh, it's a great new food trunk <laughs> i'm sorry did you say truck or because it sounded like trunk yeah trunk it's my trunk in my eyes like in my head i can see it open up the trunk and just having all it's like a uh, sandwich artist the stuff. trunk of my 1995 nissan <laughs> i would love that food trunk you're like, he handed me a seafood salad sandwich that was slightly warm. I'm still going to eat it. Oh, yeah. Caution, beware. Food, trunk. Oh, trunk. Seafood. Did you say trunk? It's made with K-Rab. Ooh, I love K-Rab. <laughs> hey, they still sell it. K-Rab is always for sale do. at that, like, impulse ready-made food section at like yep. hy V, and i still always look at it like ooh, I'm, you look like crab k-rab but i know you're not <laughs> isn't that amazing k-rab i love it are you kidding me subway has like a a little lenten special there's seafood salad it's like seafood surprise see that's where they've gotten me before because i've always thought that was real crab and i'm like wait that's not <laughs> real crab oh that's barely you know, real sandwich what's the difference if you think if your exactly. eyes you know your eyes are telling your stomach it's crab <laughs> it's crab i know but it's just after everything that subway's gone through it's like k-rab so it's manufactured crab on yoga mat bread you're like what about this is even real I, anymore everyone has yoga mat bread molly the pickles the pickles are real um, developers of the Nebraska multi-sport complex are planning to seek tourism grants. Uh, there are reports that a committee behind the $125 million project gave a presentation to the Sarpy County Board yesterday. They announced that they're going to apply for county tourism grants to help with the marketing and event bids. What is, is this place? Be, this is, this is that new multi-sport place. It's going to have the soccer fields and the tennis courts. It's going to be on I-80 near Giles Road. It's going to have the two Olympic-sized swimming pools. What they well asking people to? Fields. What they asking people to stop doing something um, that closed down the pools or whatever the hell for their business? I'm thinking of someone else. Never mind. No, this is this is the one where You're it's thinking have... of, of, of Ralston Arena. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, this they is, were telling it's... other ice rinks. The suggestion was maybe you guys should shut right. down other ice rinks so people can come to our place, and that was sort of a. <laughs> It'd be like a restaurant going, be like, why don't you guys all just close your restaurant so mine does better? <laughs> like, it doesn't, I don't think it works like that. It doesn't, but good idea. Great idea. Put it in the idea box. Um, well, and plus, we need more ice. I mean, there's never a lack of, I mean, it just seems like sheets of ice, hockey, all that kind of stuff. The times are always weird. No, this is the new multi-sport complex that they threw out there i think it was like eight months ago so it's got 12 soccer fields 24 tennis courts two olympic sized swimming pools as well as turf fields and developers are hoping to work with the city of la vista on support for street and infrastructure developments but you know they're just going for grants because they're like well we could pull in other stuff like you know if we get tourism if you people book events in there you know whether it's soccer you know finals or what have you I mean, um, I guess we're going to have enough fields now. Um, you know, they had announced last year that the Mid America Center is getting that new add-on. Remember, that's oh, a yeah. multi. Yes, that's huge. Yep. Um, that is volleyball courts and basketball and all this stuff. So, geez, I, I mean, I'm, are we overbooked? I think. Hey, we we have enough arenas. We have enough uh, stadiums. Uh, now, now, now we, we need... will have enough basketball, volleyball, soccer, soccer. wrestling. 
Like soccer is always a thing. Like when we ever, whenever we talk to our buddies that have kids that play either club or or school, they're always talking about like how the weird times because it's just everybody's got a team and there just aren't enough. Man, the level of soccer in Omaha is is excellent. Like we're yeah. producing college players and players that are you know making national junior national teams and stuff. Oh yeah, everyone's playing. Everyone's kid seems like they're playing soccer. Right. So. Just like, all right. All right, the one in, in Council Bluffs will be called Fieldhouse USA. Oh. And they're like a chain when you mm-hmm. get them. Um, that would be 20,000 square feet. It's 12 uh, volleyball courts and eight full-size basketball courts. That's what, what I'm saying. Like, the oh, thing in Sarpy, it's like, geez, you got enough competition in the area, but I guess if we need it, eight basketball courts, 12 volleyball courts. But it'd be different and uses. Then, and, and on top of it, 20,000 square feet of space for cheerleading, martial arts, and gymnastics. <laughs> I cannot wait. That's really cool. They won't be competing, though. What um, do you mean? Competing with, oh, with Council Bluffs? Yeah, they won't be competing. Because one will be tennis, uh, soccer, and Olympic swimming, and then the other one's volleyball, basketball, cheerleading, gymnastics. God, I guess if it's big enough, it's gonna, it'll Jeez. bring stuff to the house, right? I mean, it will, be thank God for parents. You just one-stop shopping. That's what this thing is. You take all your kids, and oh, I'm like, this is some facility going, look, you parents are spending your entire weekend yeah. driving on your kids anyway, so why don't we all get one your stop. business here? Yeah. Nice. Wow. Oh my Good. God. That's Good a lot. Word. Have a Starbucks and all the moms will be happy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, you're not. Uh, I would be happy. <laughs> uh, Apple wants to know how the FBI managed to hack their iPhone. Uh, Los Angeles Times says attorneys for Apple are researching legal tacti- tactics to compel the government to reveal how it managed to unlock the iPhone. The FBI said Monday that it was able to unlock an iPhone belonging to one of the San Bernardino shooters without Apple's help. And now federal investigators are reviewing the contents uh, that belong to one of the shooters. Now, a federal law enforcement official says that the phone who belonged to one of them details his work as a health inspector for San Bernardino County. They didn't say if any of those details were related to the December attack that took the lives of 14 people. The investigation is ramped up after Justice Department lawyers told the federal judge this week that they no longer need Apple's help unlocking the device. So it hadn't been wiped, or according to them. Uh, we were just mm-hmm. Some people were curious, you know, would they... I don't think... Uh, these people were that savvy, but would they wipe their phone, you know, erase yeah. everything, knowing... Beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they didn't. So a house out in New Jersey where the residents received menacing notes from a, quote, watcher is back on the market. Uh, they've reduced the price. The homeowners say they received their first notes from the house watcher just three days after they bought the home in 2014. What's a house watcher? No, it's interesting. This house apparently has a watcher. This guy is claiming that his grandfather and his father have, quote, watched the house and that there are discoveries to be made inside its walls and refers to their children as young blood that has what been brought. Is a watch house watcher? I, I don't know. I'm confused. Well, that's the thing. They've been getting these anonymous notes saying, "Like we're watching, we're the ho- we're the we're the we're the guard of so the house." So it must house. be a hell of a house. This must be a mansion. It's like this crazy one point five million dollar, like uh, Vict- not Victorian, but it, it's uh, it's like a turn of the century, nineteen hundred. It's beautiful. Where I mean, is, it's, where is it? It's in New Jersey. It's about twenty five miles from New York City. My okay. grandfather watched the house in the nineteen twenties, and my yeah. father watched in the nineteen sixties. 
It's now my time, said the letter. I'd be like, get a hobby, dude. Right. <laughs> I mean, what are you And then he wrote, have they found what's what in you, the walls yet? The in night? time they will. I'm pleased to know your names now in the name of you, the young blood that you have brought to me. They have never moved into the house. They're like, ah, uh, yeah, no, crazy, disturbed, mentally fixated human being watching house that we bought. And they are filing a lawsuit against the people that sold them the house. Like, you should have told us it came with crazy neighborhood over, you know. Um, the people that sold the house are countersuing, saying, like, prove it. Um, uh, but they've never, they closed on the house. They bought it and closed on it in 2014 and received their first letter within three days of closing. They've never moved into it. So while this they own a, it, they just haven't ever gone into it because it So the letters out. have worked. Yeah. Have there ever been, so then the question would be, has anyone else ever lived there and got these letters? Well, that's what they're trying to, the people who lived there before aren't saying. I mean, they're suing the people who lived there before and said, did you know about this watcher, this creepy Letter anonymous person. Right, right. Especially if you have small kids and somebody's like, "Thank you for bringing me the new blood." You're like, "Whoa!" There's no, there's no home security system that keeps out crazy, right? Ah, yeah. I I wonder what's in the walls, though. I know. He's like, "Have they found out what's in the walls yet?" I would be so upset. The house they bought it for like one point five million dollars. I think the front of the house looks like Amityville Horror. Yes. Does it really? Yeah. Scary. It's like a Victorian, I can't remember, is it a Victorian, a colonial, it's a colonial style. It's a really neat looking house, it's on Zillow, they've marked down the price. It's now for 1.25 million. Really? They just want to get rid of it. Of course, now everybody knows that it comes with this super creepy watcher, so, you know. Maybe he's like like your own security guard. Which would be kind of nice. You you got a Mr. Kravitz watching. (laughs) The Big Party Show. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man. Best video that has come out this year. We should have a category of videos that are being out there and, you know, celebrated at the end of the year. The uh, gorilla? Oh, my gosh. Molly, have you seen this video? No. I saw... Oh, how did you not see... Okay, you haven't seen it yet? Okay. I'm watching... I was going to... Um, I'm pulling it up. It's because on you our, put it on Facebook, but yes. I was out of my phone. I didn't watch it. So it's our super active gorillas done at the Henry Dorley Zoo. And they've had some moments that have gone viral. They're like... They're playful. Yes. Some people think they're being, you know, scary and aggressive, mm-hmm. but I think they're just acting like zoo animals. Yes. They kind of perform for people. And I guess it's the same gorilla who, there was the viral video like a year ago. That broke the glass. <laughs> where he ran at the glass and it cracked. It was never, they could never break through the glass. No. That was one, one like freaky the safety pain on the inside. Yeah. But it still made great video, man. The, the gorilla oh. runs up. So, so there's oh. another uh, video, I think, of, is it the same gorilla? Like yeah, it's, it's, the, same it's the same gorilla, a, di- a different dude, of course. But he's we got it on our Facebook page, by the way, if you want to check it out. But he's sitting there with his back to a, the gorilla. It's almost like it was planned. It was so strange. And then uh, the guy is weird. Yeah, the guy's really strange. He's got. Well, he's like, taking a selfie. So yeah. a, a zoo visitor's taking a selfie. So over his shoulder is the window mm-hmm. of the gorillas. The, the gorilla runs up behind him and bang. <laughs> Pounds on the jumps last, but it's it's pretty amazing. Like I, I I love gorillas now. Like I have so much. I didn't think I could get any more respect for what an awesome ant, awesome powerful. Yes, like, how strong they are. Yeah, the male silver oh. silverback gorilla running full speed, jumping in the air like a scene out of King Kong, banging on his chest mid-flight and going and then boom. But it all happened super fast. Yes. So the World Herald posted two videos yesterday. 
I don't know when these were taken, probably over the weekend. And one of them is the gorilla running into the glass, and the other one is two gorillas, like, fighting each other. Oh, yeah. The fight is amazing. How fast those gorillas oh. are. Well, and how much damage they could do. They're, I mean, they're swinging like a human does. I mean, it's well, Molly, like, wow. When we got that tour years ago. Watch right. stuff. And you were pregnant, so they didn't let you go down. I went down for a little bit, but yeah, I couldn't. I had to go back up because of the kids. We kind of got this like internal tour of the zoo, and it was interesting. The zoo people were saying, "Well, the Henry Dorley Zoo at the time, this was years ago." Yeah, mm-hmm. how old you remember by the age of your kids? So do you know what year that would have been? Uh, it would have been 2010. So like 2010, they were telling us they're like, "Okay, so the Henry Dorley Zoo has one of the largest collections of adolescent." Male gorillas, like, in captivity, or at least in the, in North America, yeah. mm-hmm. or the United States, so they're like, we're learning. Like, there's a lot of stuff we don't know, there's stuff we're learning. And they're basically like, the male gorillas down there, when they're young, they're like adolescent boys, they fight. And so Which makes sense. They were having to learn new routines for how to administer, like, medicine to them, because at night, like, during off hours when people aren't watching, they fight each other. Yeah. So they said that they would see a gorilla and maybe he's got like a wounded thumb. They were having to learn how to new, do these uh, blood draws on him, like so the medics mm-hmm. could check him. Right. And so they had to learn. They learned a uh, way of feeding him Kool Aid to get him to like to get him to relax, get, up, get him relax and get in position for the most part, right? Yeah. So they just hand her and hold on to the bars and then lick the uh, lick the Kool Aid. This video is just fantastic. <laughs> nuts. Unbelievable. Yeah, that gets you. That, that makes you want to go down to the zoo. To know that, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're always just a hit. how strong yeah. they are. It's just sometimes when you get there, you get down to the gorilla cage and they're not doing anything. They're just chilling. Yeah, eating their own poop, whatever they do. Yeah, they don't do tired. that. <laughs> you got to find out what time of day they're all goofy like this. If someone knows, please Hopped call up us. on goofballs because <laughs> I absolutely not after feeding time. That's for sure. Now, I'm... what can you imagine if that? glass was not there we'll just take away the walls and the glass what do you think he was going to do to this guy throttle him i oh mean that's what they would do gosh um what do you think when they're in the zoo on that level they're kind of showing off i mean he knows the glass is there that yeah. they say it's all male dominance i mean if you stare at him if you right. get him the right way it's 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 what a silverback does in the jungle they'll charge do you remember all those movies, yes. the gorillas in the mist? Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're supposed almost, to not move. You got to act like a gorilla. Yeah. You're supposed to, to them. stay in your spot because once you flinch, they're taking you to, the, to, to Gorilla Town, um, where it's not very fun. No, I mean you could understand like why you know you, they'd rip your limbs right off. Right? Who's the I woman mean, um, that lived gorillas in the mist? Jane. Um, Jane Goodall. Yeah, something like that. I mean, it's kind of amazing when you realize that she was just able to sit there with them. I mean, and how brave that is, because all it would take was one of them to just be overzealous with their... Uh, Diane. Yeah. I thought she was... It was Diane, Diane Fossey. Diane okay. Fossey, right. Diane yeah. Fossey uh, passed away. The woman that you just mentioned was just here, by the way. Okay. All right. She was apes uh, also, right? Jane Goodall Jane was? Goodall. Okay. Yeah. She was just here for some fundraiser. Oh, was she really? But, wow, I mean, what a life. You realize, like, how unbelievably brave those women were. To just sit there and go out because there's nothing protecting them from all of a sudden one of those silverbacks just yeah. showing dominance or deciding well, you're weird. I don't like you anymore. I don't know this Smash. as a fact, but I, isn't that one of the reasons why these, these female anthropologists have, um, they're like safer in the wild because a male is going to, ch- a male, like. You, you know, can see that as a challenge yeah. as opposed if to I, a woman. If I'm like, out there as a male anthropologist, those silverbacks might charge me where. 
I just remember, you remember Diane Fossey would act like she's eating? Yeah. Yes. Well, she was an anthropologist. She was studying their behaviors. Yeah. She wasn't studying, she wasn't like a doctor that was studying them uh, physically. She was studying their, yeah. their, their community habits. But to get habits. close, she would act, uh, act like she's eating leaves and doing all the things they did. Like using her hands in a certain way, using yeah. her trying to communicate, and all that stuff. Yeah, eye contact, all that stuff. But I just, I'm, I, my point is, is that all it takes is one second for them to just say nope, <laughs> and you're jelly. I mean, <laughs> she went out every day and hung out with them. I mean, that's nuts. And, and a I, pretty I dangerous think, area yeah. to start with. She's in Rwanda during the like those civil wars, you know. During She's the gonna Congo. do it. Killed, wasn't she? Yeah. She was killed not by the gorillas, but by poachers. the local. Yeah, the, I was going to say by the people that she was trying to protect them from. The poachers out there, because um, she was always the hands. She was always a problem. Yeah. Uh, with the poachers, uh, because of the fact that she wanted to Isn't keep them alive. Isn't that sad? So, yeah, they want hands. Spend that much time with those dangerous animals, and they aren't the reason that she was. But the dangerous animals, known as humans, are the reason that she died. I just think that's. Really interesting. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Though, if you wow. like, if you're doing what you wanted to do, yeah. right? I mean, she she died doing what, what she, she wanted loved. to do. Yeah, you bet. All right, four zero two nine three eight ninety four hundred. By the way, the video we have it on our Facebook page. You can just find it. It's a big party show. Uh, go ahead and look it up, and uh, it's right down there. It's it's fantastic. You will love it. And it'll make your day. More of the big party show. Number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, so uh, carpool karaoke, what happened? Yeah. So last night, it was really cool. Jennifer Lopez and uh, James Corden were on last night's carpool karaoke. It was the primetime special. And he went through uh, J-Lo's phone and was, you know, like blown away by all of her star-studded contacts. You know, I mean, she's been in the business for a long time. She has a, I mean, when watching, did you guys? Any of you guys watch it? I watched the. I watched yeah. part of it later. Okay. I mean, I didn't watch it at the time. Yeah, it's. Uh, she has everyone in her phone. It's pretty crazy. You would think. think a lot of celebrities yeah. probably do. So he goes through and finds. Uh, he finds Bradley Cooper, uh, Demi Lovato, and then um, I guess sees the opportunity to text Leonardo DiCaprio. It was funny. Oh yeah, my God! Funny. He said uh, he sent he sent Leonardo DiCaprio this was so funny. Hey baby, I'm kind of feeling like I need to cut loose. Any suggestions? Let me know. J Lo, you know, from the block. From the block. And she's all like, Oh my God! <laughs> and I guess uh, he, he responded. responded. Yeah. You mean tonight, boo boo, club wise? And she is like, Oh my gosh! I'm sure she had to like <laughs> respond back and be like, Listen, this is not me. This is James Gordon. Please don't. Well, the funny thing about it is that she, she did. She wasn't like, freaked out like that. She was just kind of like, I can't believe he responded and even would even think that was me. Right. Uh, to respond to send a text like that. You God know? bless. So, oh, it was good. I chose to watch that last night because um, I never. Yes, I did. I had that between that and the People versus OJ. Uh-huh. And uh, um, I uh, chose that because I never get to watch his show because mm-hmm. um, it's always so late. It's and I didn't, I didn't care for it too much because it was so Broadway and so dancing and singing. Um, I, f- I, I like the show. I can s- considerably uh, watch that show all the time now. I became a fan in one hour. The, uh, the Primetime sh- Special? Of his show. Because it was like, like highlights from all his car- funny. carpool karaoke really stuff, funny. right? He is hilarious guy. But this whole show isn't. Isn't just singing in cars. Yeah. Like he has a monologue and guests. Apparently he does a show, <laughs> which yeah. is like so weird because we all just focus on. The carpool is... karaoke is fantastic. 
but the funny thing was, is he asked her uh, if you remember there was that, always that rumor that she had her butt insured for a million dollars. And he's like, I got to ask you, did you really? And she's like, no, there is no such thing as that. She's like, I think in your homeland, you know, talking about the like England, the UK. She's like, there's like a place that you can do that. She's like, but not here. Lloyds, like, well, of, I, Lloyds of London was always insuring right. people. And, uh, you know, he's like, I mean, I could understand like a p- pianist insuring oh. their hands. There we go. Yeah, yeah, People singing in a car. <laughs> it's the latest. He had some, he had some great dance moves uh, last night in the beginning because he did this uh, opening monologue dance segment that he's doing prime time. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I'm just waiting for him to plow into a city bus because singing. he is driving while yes. he's completely lose yourself rocking out. <laughs> yeah. Blindsided. Anything. All right. Yeah. All right. So, all right. What else you got, Mo? Uh, William Shatner is getting sued for $170 million. It's a paternity case. It's uh, out of nowhere. Uh, it's coming from Florida. I guess a 59-year-old man by the name of Peter Sloan is claiming that Shatner had a brief affair in 1984 with his birth mother, uh, who gave him up for adoption when he was five days old. So he wants a paternity test. Yeah, he wants money and he wants a paternity test. How uh, do you handle those when you're a celebrity? Because you don't want to... Um, not sleep around? Well, people come out, probably could come out of the woodwork. What, what, when are you culpable that you have to come marching in? Do they have a picture of him? Does he look like Shatner? Uh, I didn't really notice a, a strong resemblance. Uh, I mean, th- I haven't seen... You know, I mean, I, I, I haven't seen like a side-by-side. So you can tell. I mean, is it real... I, well, he wants I mean, $150 million dollars or something like that, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he wants $170 million. <laughs> what? I mean, you're looking at this guy. He looks like our old boss, actually, um, which is kind of funny. He, I mean, he just, he just looks like a radio, because he's a radio guy. Uh, he works for uh, a CBS radio show, and they actually met back in 2011. Um, and he got a letter from Shatner's lawyer, which according to the court documents read in part, there have been many people over the years who have claimed to be his children or other relatives. He is incredibly busy, 80-year-old man, and is not interested in spending time discussing this issue with you or any such individuals. And so I guess this guy's like, huh, well, thank you very much, busy 80-year-old guy. Maybe you'll listen to me when I'm charging you with a $170 million lawsuit. So did did he just find out that, that Captain Kirk is his dad? I don't know when he found out. I guess, according to the lawsuit, Shatner met his mom, this actress, Kathy McNeil, when, in 1984 on the Burbank, California set of T.J. Hooker. And this guy is claiming that uh, Shatner admitted to being his father and invited him to return to the set the next week. Um, and so now, I guess the lawsuit claims that after Sloan got home to New Jersey... He contacted Shatner by phone, but the uh, but you know William Shatner seemed agitated and hung up. And then days later, he contacted someone on behalf of Shatner and told them that you know he was denying his paternity, but he wanted to take a DNA test. And the guy's like, no, you know Shatner's like, no way. So cut to now. So this has been going on for quite some time, but now I guess is when rubber hits the road. So 170 million dollars. I, I guess I'm trying to figure out what what. Why does he want $170 million? It's called anger. <laughs> Jeez. Anger I mean, has a price tag. I mean, he didn't do anything to him. 
Well, he's 59 years old. He never had a dad. Is the, the guy who he thought was his dad treated him shabbily over the years. And I guess, you know, you figure, well, that maybe you won't listen to me when I'm asking you. So maybe you'll listen when it's it's you have to write a check. I don't know. I mean, he's uh, he's taken him. He seeks 30 million in compensatory damages, 90 million in punitive damages and 50 million in pain and suffering. God, wow. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, it, Sloan is accusing Shatner of getting Twitter to shut down his account and having um, IMDb, you know, the uh, Internet Movie Database Pro, remove a page about a project he was working on. He's saying that he's been hurting his like business chances. Okay, all right. So I guess he's going after him, but yeah, William Shatner, fifty-nine-year-old son. Don't you love me, Dad? Uh, and finally, Ewan McGregor is confirming the long-awaited sequel to Train Spotting Two is going to start filming in May. They are going to, I can't believe that they are having a train spotting too, but they are, and it's going to reunite the original cast. Everybody's coming back. Sequel is going to be based on a follow up uh, book that the author wrote. That is your celebrity news update on Oma's number one hit music station, Channel 941. They're so funny. Love you guys. Channel 941.